Good evening and welcome to Schnozcast episode 148 for Sunday, November 7th, 2021. Uh, this is Bob, joined by my co-hosts, Corey Selesky, Nick Bader, Todd Dillon. Gentlemen, so happy to finally be on the air with you. Very happy. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, hey. There he is. All right, let's. Uh, this is going to be an abbreviated cast, everybody. Uh, we, Nick and I, are in the beautiful Firekeepers Casino in um, Grand Rapids. Yeah, Grand Rapids, Michigan, or uh, Battle Creek. Battle Creek, Michigan. Yep. Uh, tried our best to try to get the uh, video to work, uh, but nothing we did made any difference. We had to sneak in equipment. We had to <laughs> set all kinds of equipment up. We had Wi-Fi problems. We had Switcher Studio problems. We had cable problems. We hey, had... Hey, hey, don't hit on Switcher. What? Don't hit on Switcher. They're a potential sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had keyboard problems. Uh, we had computer problems, phone problems, camera problems. Beer problems. Ice problems. Ice problems and beer problems. Room problems from last Secur- night. Security problems. Security problems. We had the front desk problems. Yeah, sto- stomach problems. Oh, a lot of stomach First problems. World. First world. First world. Uh, yeah, it's probably fair. So <laughs> at, at this point in time, we Bob and I are able to pipe in right through the mixer uh, with mics, and we've got Corey and Mr. Todd Dillon coming in remotely over over the phone. Yeah, and if you're new to the podcast, yeah. uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. You can catch us out on YouTube well, almost, almost every week. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but you could definitely catch us out on the stream services, anywhere you get a podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Mixcloud, Stitcher, any of those other great, great streaming services. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Schnozcast. You can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us, even right now. At 618Shocker. Yeah. yeah. And you're in the future, which means uh, by the time you're listening to this, Nick will probably be sleeping. So you should absolutely text him at six zero eight shocker. Yes, hi. yes, you should. I, I didn't. I don't. Th- I told Bob. I think I didn't tell Corey and Todd. <laughs> so um, the the shocker line, you know, to conserve battery. I'm not going to keep it charged all week long, and I'm not going to keep multiple phones in my pocket like I'm a drug dealer. So I plug it back in when we're doing the show, and I was bringing some of the equipment back from Mike's house when Corey and I did a cast there. And so I took some stuff um, in the house. I've got the duffel bag full of podcast equipment, but apparently I never turned off the phone <laughs> that was in the bag from Mike's house. And so I started doing some laundry, and apparently it caught the Wi-Fi signal, and some sort of an update came through because it was connected to Wi-Fi. So I'm in the basement, and it just goes, mm, mm, like, and scared the fucking piss out of me. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. I was by myself, and there's moaning coming from a bag on my table. Again. Right. Yeah, it's not the first time. Yeah, it happens every Tuesday. Every time you put someone in a bag, they moan. Corey Slesky, how are you, sir? Oh, not bad. Uh, Better now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, got something going here. You did not uh, make it to the Wings game tonight, but... um, I understand you had some delicious burgers from Nemo's downtown. Oh, yeah. The old Nemo's. Uh, and the Wings won on top of that. So, Love it. Not a bad day for them. Love it, sir. So it's going to be an abbreviated cast because we, we've literally spent almost more time trying to get the video to work to go live than we would have if we just hit record and just started talking. Yeah, we would almost be over with the show, a two-hour show by now. <laughs> Right. So so it's going to be a abbreviated cast. We're going to do uh, Gentleman's Agreement. Sorry. No, go ahead. One more time. Nothing. Nothing? No, it just it was a notification that came through. Just now it did? Yeah. All right. Todd, stop stop texting 618 Shocker. So we're going to do uh, Gentleman's Agreement. Um, we've got reviews to give and new assignments for next week, uh, as well as I've got a boost news here. And... Um, and maybe I got a boost news. Oh, and Todd's got a boost news. Look, see, already we're lousy with content. Uh, Todd, why don't I dish it off to you then? You want to go first? For my boost news? Uh, well, 
when you do booze news, it's going to sound like this. It's and now cool. it's time for booze news. <gasps> yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. So this actually, if, if you guys know, uh, recently I've become a, 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 almost a, a half-time farmer, and I got some chickens. So I've been hanging out with my chickens, and one of the things I wanted to do now that I have chickens is protect them. So uh, this article is representative of that. Uh, I want to keep bears out of my coop. So robot wolves prevent Japanese bear attacks, and they're also very creepy. So my news today, and there's a picture of this robot wolf. Uh, no, this is not a Halloween decoration, someone forgot. This robot monster wolf is actually a bear deterrent. The city of Takahawa, Japan, deployed these robo wolves to prevent bear attacks. And yes, bear attacks are something of a problem. We've actually had them out here in Northbound Washington as well. But in Japan, uh, 157 people were attacked by bears in 2019. Uh, that's a lot of bear attacks. But since they've de- deployed these monster wolves, uh, no attacks have occurred. Uh, black, black bear recent attacks are probably due to the shortage of acorns in the Japanese wilderness, probably whatever, Washington acorns uh, as well. Uh, according to conservation, bears rely on acorns. And they like my plums in my yard. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a great robot story. But I just love that's my boot news. Uh, what, what so? What sort of superpowers does this robot monster wolf have? So it makes it makes a loud sound, and it's not, it looks like it's got a hydraulic lift. The picture, the picture of it, I can, I can post the link uh, when we actually re, when we uh, when we put this out on the, the interwebs. But uh, essentially, it actually has a little hydraulic lift, so it actually goes up and down and makes a lot of noise, which is what you're supposed to do when you encounter a black bear. And we do have. Tons of black bear here in Washington. I gotta see a picture of this. So my trusting in one of these robo wolves that uh, I'm I'm doubly protected because recently I did put in a two jewel uh, electrical fence, which is going to be pretty nifty to watch people things get shocked with that. <laughs> How, uh, I, so I I know that I've gotten the tour from Todd. He we were on a Facetime call for like an hour. And he walked me all through the whole chicken palace and he showed me all the accommodations and, you know, the butlers and the maids and cleaning services and everything. Um, so those chickens have it made. I, the, the house is, the, the, the chicken palace that he's got is better than my, nicer than my first apartment was. And probably warmer. So it's good to be a chicken in the, in the Dillon household these days. It is. It is. We're enjoying each other. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take advantage of this time, fellas, to uh, do my booze news story uh, because Nick's not in the room. Uh, do you guys remember when you were a kid and you used to play the balloon game? Do you remember that? Which game? The balloon game. Uh, you basically someone's had a party. These balloons um, have, if they were filled with helium, they're they're the helium's kind of waned away enough to the point where they don't float in the ceiling, whatever, but you basically, you and your brothers or your sisters, you take take the balloon, and it's just a game of having to keep it in the air, and just hit it back and forth, and over furniture, and room to room, and it's whoever whoever lets it drop and hit the floor loses the game. I, I is there, yep. Does anybody not understand what I'm talking about? Alright. Uh, I, 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 I guess I've played that. I just never knew it was called the balloon game. It's, it's not. It's called Keep That Shit in the Air. Oh, okay. That's what I'm familiar with. <laughs> Thank you, Todd, for <laughs> clarifying that because I had no clue what Bob was talking about. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Balloon Game? Is that what Richard Gere did with the hamster? That's, that's the route I thought he was going to, was that it was going to be something with his anus. But... <laughs> now, that's the Balloon Not Game, Corey. Totally different. But so... Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations to Peru, who won the... So it'd be awesome, Todd, if the name of the World Cup was the Keep That Shit in the Air World Cup 2021. Uh, but it's not. <laughs> it's, called the, it's called the Balloon World Cup. And they, the Balloon World Cup 2021, Peru has won. So congratulations to Peru. Um, there are... If you're interested, you can go on YouTube and you can search for Balloon World Cup 2021 and you will be amazed and astounded by what you what you see but there are actual rules um you, oh thanks you can uh it can be a co-ed league so men can play versus women 
Um, you have to put a helmet on because you don't want to, you know, bash the side of your head into the, a coffee table. But the whole like game space is basically a, um, a like a like a a recreation of a living room uh, and a kitchen with these giant obstacles like a huge table. I think there's a car in it at some point. Um, couches and and everything else that would that you would normally run across when you're playing the keep that shit in the air game at home. Dude, dude, I'm sold. You're sold. I'm sold. How many how many people on a team? Um, it is uh mano e mano. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a, it's it it looks like a, a a whole living room set encased in glass. Um. <laughs> and and they they have sponsors. Um, and the rules are very simple. You, you always have to hit the balloon upward, uh, and you get a point if, uh, the other team allows it to, the other player allows it to hit the floor. You can have the match goes between two minutes and five minutes. And then, um, whoever's ahead when the clock stops wins and you can't get in the way of your, of your, um, competitor. Dude, of all the shit that I've heard about. This should be the Olympic sport. I would watch this in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I would get up at 4 a.m. to watch this. Keep <laughs> that shit in the air. It's on it. 4 a.m. I'd be like, I'm getting up to do that shit. I think that is awesome. It should be It should be on Sunday. I would, I would Mike, watch that over the Jets and anybody. Oh, that, well, that's a, that's a poor comparison. Anybody would watch anything <laughs> over the Jets. But... You remember the well, remember the, the or tag? the lines or the lines? No, no one even yeah, the lines would even get mentioned in that in that same breath with the Jets. Um, do you remember a tag? You know that that became a sport. They made a movie after yeah. it, uh, and the, you can actually watch. There are networks. I want to say it's if it's not ESPN, it's like NBC Sports will every now and again air like a a game of tag. Where yeah, dude, yeah, I I'm not joking. I, especially with those real world obstacles, coffee tables, couch edges, I would watch that nonstop. I'm, I, literally, like, my mind is racing. And I can't <laughs> wait to get off this, 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 build this beleaguered podcast tonight so that I can watch it. On YouTube. <laughs> uh, so, absolutely do it. Uh, I think it's better than tag because the commentators are Spanish. And so there's lots of crazy, uh, you know, uh, by play about like dudes who set up a drop shot where the guy has to like get over the car in order to save it and, and just sneak, <laughs> sneaky shit like that. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Cause it seems like you, you get ever, like I'm, when you first said, I'm like, ah, oh, this is like, this is like a game where even like oldies, like oldies, like curling, like we could have our own Olympic team with a bunch of out of shape motherfuckers. But then when you said mono and mono, I'm like, ooh, it's a young man's game. Cat-like quickness, but that's self. Yeah, cat-like exactly. Cat-like reflexes. So yeah, so that's my so do a YouTube search for a Balloon World Cup 2021, or I don't know if this is the first one or not, uh, but just search for Balloon World Cup, and maybe it's been going on for a couple of years and we never knew. And, and, uh, and, I, and that's bullshit. And Peru won, not America. I can't. I can't explain that's it, bullshit. but. I, I'd be interested to hear a Todd Dillon report on like, oh, I watched a bunch of it, and I now I know why America sucks and why Peru. Won. And here's why. Exactly. Let me do that. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me see that up. <laughs> All right, guys. We we worked so hard to get to this point. So, um, uh, Corey, I know you're not doing a shot, um, but Todd, what do you got? I got my crown apple. Crown apple. All right, we we've got a little screwball whiskey. Oh yeah. Hey, hey Nick. Uh, yeah, what's up, Nick? Lean forward. I'm okay. Oh, no, he, he, you can see you can see him on the actual camera. It's just on our view. You're cut off, and he's cut off. So. Hey Todd, well, lean forward. <laughs> lean forward, Todd. I did. On, on the on the actual video, it's turning out fine. I'm actually so. happy not seeing. Todd and Corey's big melon right in my face today. So yeah, cheers. Hey, sorry, Corey, you were to say something, and I think uh, you got you got lost there. Yeah, uh, Danielle talked me into buying some high noon. 
Oh, uh, hard seltzer. Okay. Oh, I thought that was change gel for your smooth my balls. We didn't do that tonight, boys. I don't think that they would be endorsing us tonight with the way the show's been going. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You think we might lose our sponsorship? We may, so. Okay. I'm I don't not- want to. Dude, I, I'm, I'm going to order the Bushwhacker 3000 for it. I know that's why you asked for our room number. You want to send those up? Is it the the bushwhacker? Is that the shot is only getting warmer? As much as I'd like to talk and hold a cold shot. All right, so Corey, you're doing high noon, right? High noon. Okay, excellent, sir. Well, here's to you. Cheers, guys. Wish you were here. Glad to meet you. Yeah. Oh, that's peanut buttery goodness. Yeah. Ah. Oh Lord, not doing a lot of those. No, no, that's that might be the only one. Yeah, <laughs> thank God we bought an entire fifth of it. It's so sweet. Woo! All right, let's um, let's go ahead because we know it's gonna be a this is gonna be a shorter cast. So let's yep. let's do a little uh, gentleman's agreement. Oh, it's the MF and gentleman's agreement. Oh, done. <laughs> Uh, even over the phone, that shit's funny. <laughs> I, I hope that if we ever become famous, then that'll be the whole reason why we hit fame because they laugh at themselves yeah. more than anyone else ever did. I, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, I never start with Todd, so why don't we start with Todd Dillon? Yeah. <laughs> Todd, you had to watch uh, Demon House. I did. Don't look at me. Who gave you that? I did. All righty. I've never seen it, so I so, can't can't wait. All right. So thirty second synopsis. Uh, since we're we're assigning scary shows or movies or whatnot, this is a documentary, uh, and I can't I can't unfortunately I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a documentary of a guy who's Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins, and he's done a bunch of other things before. He's like a ghost hunter. Uh, I've seen his I've seen his work before. Uh, and essentially, he buys a house sight unseen in Gary, Indiana, which is actually there was. I was super, super intrigued as soon as I said Gary, Indiana, because my my great aunt lived there, and I spent a lot of my childhood in Gary, Indiana. Uh, and so, knowing knowing the poverty there and the crime there, I'm very, very familiar with it. So, so that that like struck a nerve. I'm like, holy cow! I grew up in that area, and. Uh, but essentially, the 30-second synopsis, now going on a minute, is he buys this house because he he is convinced that it is being haunted by demons uh, because there's there's been a couple of exorcisms there, and everybody who goes in the place who spends any time has a bunch of stuff go wrong in their life. So essentially, he, and he, the opening narration is this is the, the, the only thing ever that he's covered where he's like been permanently affected by it. So without getting any spoilers, uh, that's about the whole thing. I mean, it's ultimately a guy who's a ghost hunter buys a house that is supposedly haunted. There's a huge, uh, there's a couple people vying for the right for this, the story because everybody who's stayed, spent the time in the house has had bad things befall them. It's very demonic, blah, blah, blah. It's a gateway to hell. And that's it. So I, I give it a solid, Deep plot. Uh, That's not bad. I'll take that. It, 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 it was tight. I wanted to give it a B minus. <laughs> I wanted to give it, actually, I wanted to give it a little bit higher than that, but I could not, they couldn't get me over my disbelief. And at the end of the day, the one thing that bugged me is during the segment where, like, where he actually was permanently damaged, if you're, gonna, if you're committed to staying in the house, you're committed to staying in the house. Why put plywood up all over the house? I thought that was kind of that's what that made it seem not real to me. And so watch watch this thing because if you're sitting there, it'll kind of freak you out because it's it's, a, it's an incredible setup. It's a good Halloween type thing to watch. So solid C plus that I would recommend. Could have been a B except for there is a little there are a couple of things where it forced me not to suspend my disbelief. Fair enough. I'll take that. Gotcha. Thank you, sir. I, I love how we're not only now, we're not even just grading him anymore. We're telling you the grade you could have gotten if you had worked a little harder. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's his, he's so his we, own worst well, enemy. I, well, I know that I'm, I have, have a, uh, I'm notoriously a hard grader, even though I don't think I am, because I'm a, I'm a mush ball. But I, I want to be consistent, and I want to actually give that those, those the layers of depth. I think, ultimately, like I said, I, there are points in the show where I believe this, and the part that should have made me, like, really be bought in, they failed, they made me start realizing that I was actually purposely trying to believe everything. <laughs> so it's like, it was one of those things, like, you guys kind of counter yourself. Counter whammy? Is that a yeah. stop asking him questions <laughs> and commenting. Say that very good. Sounds awesome. Thank you, Todd. Moving on. Moving right on. God, that last time he said, Well, actually, it went on for another minute and a half. Stop it, Bob. You leave that man alone. Oh, okay. The counter whammy makes it scary. All right, Nick Bader. So was What'd it a have? good movie? No. What'd you have? <laughs> I had, uh, I had uh, the the, o- o- the Omen. Yeah, yeah my, my favorite childhood scary movie, man. Yeah, I had never seen it, and surprisingly enough, there was uh, two versions of it. I assumed you uh, wanted me to pick the 1976 version. Uh, Hell yeah! So I went the ahead. one that scared the shit out of the child. Yeah, so I went ahead and watched that. It, it was uh, it was really good. Um, the quick synopsis of it is it's a movie about the devil being reincarnated into a child. Um, and it goes from there. And a lot of tragedies befall the families and people around this child, Damien. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it, was, it definitely kept my interest. Um, I would say the only problem is uh, it was a 399 rental on Amazon. And that is that is a huge problem. No, 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 no. That's not the problem. Okay. The problem was, it was the actual like file was somewhat corrupted. So every now and then it would um, look as if it's buffering, but if oh. but it, if you rewound it, it would do it in the exact same spots and clear up in the exact same spots. So it had to have been the file. How often did that happen? It wasn't very often, but for one at one point in time, it was going on for like five minutes, and it looked like a, a very long internet video from 1991. It was just very blocky and choppy. Yeah, what's up? I'm, I want to pay for it because I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I think that I'll pay for I'll pay for your rental because that 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 was that I, dude. They you didn't give me spoilers away, but they did it without without blood and gore. Or, things exploding or any crazy shit that was i think it was genuinely at least like for my childhood and even as adults that shit scared me yeah it was it was creepy <laughs> I, I enjoyed it it was definitely uh like a halloweeny type movie i just wanted to put halloweeny into something <laughs> <laughs> Always looking to put your winnie in something. Well, if we could <laughs> finish this up so Bob and I can get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a true counter whammy right there. Yeah. Trust that's me. Why, that's why I can only see your arms in this video. Trust me, even if something, even if that was something I was interested in, just seeing Bob slightly hungover come out in his boxer briefs is enough to send you over the edge and never think about sex again. So, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> was it was it just a tip hanging out? Uh, it was one nut. Yeah, like, no, stretched out the bottom leg hole. Yeah, that's 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 how I roll. Just a just a solo test by his knees. I didn't necessarily see it until he walked past a lamp and one of those silver hairs caught <laughs> caught the light. Man, it refracted that Makes light. I, so I, hey, Bob. Yeah. Yep. Follow-up question. Like Nick's in the market for some Arabian guys. You should give him some later. Don't, I don't want anything from you. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything good. Nothing from Todd Dillon. No, not from him either. <laughs> I So side, side note, uh, I did get a what I assume was meant as a compliment the other day from Maury. Oh, okay. about how, uh, I thought you meant me just now. I'm like, did no, you just hear no, what I said? No, I, it was not a compliment. No, I, I don't think I've ever said the words. Nick paid me a great compliment. No, never said that in my life. Uh, but she said, she remarked at, uh, Oh, your, your hair is looking, uh, looking especially metallic and silver, uh, today. Huh. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, why that's would you say that? That's to a compliment. <laughs> and she and it was so it was like ten minutes of her trying to. I'm like, nothing that you could say is going to help with that with that comment. Yeah, I mean, when you guys walk together, you must just look like a pile of change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey Celeste. I don't get it. <laughs> Corey, you had the Baba Duke. Yes, I did. No. A, lot of, a lot of pennies and nickels around here. Hey, hold on now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I had the Baba Duke. You feel pretty good about yourself, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Me? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Chuckles over, okay. over here. Yeah. The Baba Duke, Corey. Yeah. Uh, story of a lady and her son uh she's the worst mom in the world reads uh the worst book she possibly ever could to her uh young son and it unlocks a demon of sorts that uh, comes into the house and wants to kill them both um dude it, 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 it the movie was it was very creepy i've uh, seen it, seen it a thousand times it's a story as old as time really yeah i uh, i and I, I guess I won't give away the, the end, but the end was also kind of uh, interesting to me. Uh, not what I expected, but it, it definitely uh, it was a, it was a nice nice surprise. So, I uh, good good flick, man. Uh, I, she because she was such a bad mom, her nugget got locked up. And it went down the garbage disposal. Wait, hold, hold, so oh, well, hold on, hold on. So you can't so. We need to put some ground rules here, fellas. I don't know that this has happened before, but when Corey says it's going to be a spoiler for your view and then Todd jumps in at the very end and goes, oh, yeah, and, and he was Luke's father. <laughs> right at the you, re- end. you realize it's almost midnight and you're yelling. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I, I was going to say, yeah, that, that, that clearly didn't apply to the movie, so <laughs> I wouldn't say it's much of a spoiler. All right. I, I think it's pretty impressive that somebody – gave Corey a, like a freaky movie that actually did what it was supposed to. Because Corey's a, Meh. you know, he's a pretty pretty tough critic when it comes to, especially when it comes to scary movies. I mean, it'd be like him saying, wow, I really love that documentary that you gave me and I've never seen it before. That would, that would be the equivalent. Because I feel like Corey exactly. is, has a Halloween, um, you know. Mayfair. Un- <laughs> what? Mayfair. <laughs> Oh, I thought he said underwear. No, no, no. He's got like a Halloween undertone to him, and he loves movies. And so for him to say it's creepy, I think that's uh, uh, being regarded good. as a good movie. Yeah. I, Corey, you know, it, it, it definitely go it ahead. checked all the boxes for, uh, to me, like what a, a good Halloween movie should be. Like it wasn't too over the top about stuff. Uh, it wasn't just blood and guts and gore. Um, you know, there, there wasn't anything like really too like scary, scary about it as far as like actually in the moment, like a, a scene, you know, scaring you and making you jump in your seat. Uh, that was probably the only thing it was really lacking to me. Um, but the one thing that, that stood out the most about it, and I don't know if this did for you as well, Bob, uh, the color scheming that they used in throughout the entire movie uh, really stuck out to me. It was um, when certain things were happening, you could tell by the way the color was was laid in the movie. Uh, I, I don't know if that that rings true for you as well, or that's just something I kind of picked up on. Um, yeah, thinking back on it now, I, I think what I liked about that movie was that it, it wasn't just a scare, and I thought it was legitimately like probably not like Damien Omen Damien Omen scary, but I thought it was it was a really good, no 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 it was a good it was a good scary movie. Uh, but I thought it was a well, like the whole movie was well done. It wasn't just you know, cookie cutter, you know, Friday the Thirteenth kind of a movie. Like it was well shot. Like it, it looked like a good movie. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Awesome. You'd recommend. Awesome. Oh yeah. I I, nice. I, I don't I I don't often get good reviews from Corey. There's a lot of some of the some of the things I've assigned him have been, I think to quote him to paraphrase, have been some of the worst movies he's ever watched. Yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Dog shit, as I would put it. You get, you get a solid C plus, it sounds like. I'll and take, I'll and take it. I had to pay for that one, too. <laughs> you get a uh, solid B minus. 
Yeah, and he could he could have screwed me and said, "This is awful. I want you. I want my money back." But he didn't. Yeah, he did. That yeah, no. Uh, you 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 can hang on to your four dollars. Yes, I like it. All right. So to close it out, uh, I had Stigmata uh, by Nick, and I was I was warned last week that I would be either in the Nick camp or the Corey camp on this one because obviously Nick liked it or he wouldn't have assigned it to me. Mm-hmm. He assigned it to Corey, but once upon a time, and Corey absolutely hated it. Um, so I'm, I, I think sadly I'm going to fall into the Corey camp. On this Why spot. is that sad? Cause I want to like it. I don't, I, I don't ever go like, we're both your friends. Well, but, but you, <laughs> as of last week, you're like, you, you have to pick a side. You're either with me or against me. Yeah. We were having a lot more fun last week though. <laughs> the, the, the night. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you're thinking it was more fun last week than it actually was. But Stigmata. So basically, there's a, uh, it, it, I think it's Brazil. There's a there's a priest, Catholic priest, who is, who is doing some research on a gospel uh, for the Catholic Church that has been uh, has been put aside as being heretical, um, and not a true gospel. Um, but despite that, he's doing it anyway, and he starts to uh, take on some. Um, signs of stigmata. Mm-hmm. And the, the stigmata is, so stigmata is supposed to be the appearance of of the Holy Spirit uh, in the form of the five wounds of Christ. Right. Um, which I don't know that I need to run through all five, but um, I'm sure you get some sort of idea of the crown of thorns and nails through the, the Hands, wrists. feet, and sword in the back. Yes, and the sword in the back. Absolutely. So, so he dies uh, in Brazil, and then at his funeral, he has like a rosary in his hands in the coffin, and some kid steals it and then takes it out, gives it to his dad, and his dad sells it in the marketplace to an unsuspecting American woman um, who buys it, not knowing where it came from. And then she mails it to her daughter, who's a hairdresser in Los Angeles played by Patricia Arquette. And upon getting this rosary, Patricia Arquette now also begins very quickly to display some signs of some of stigmata. Despite the fact that she is an atheist and doesn't believe in God. And so the whole rest of the movie is why is this happening? How what to do about it? What does it really mean? And there's a priest played by Gabriel Byrne from Usual Suspects. Um who comes out to investigate. It's his job to investigate all different manner of, you know, um, uh, holy things. Biblical. What's that? I said biblical craziness. Thank you. Much better. Biblical craziness is his, is his gig, and that's what he does. Um, and so, so why didn't I like this movie? Uh, it was done in the 90s, and the soundtrack was by the Smashing Pumpkins, and it had a lot of these, like, you know, zoom in, zoom out, camera angles to make things look freaky and I'm like that okay not a fan of that and the you know the current like pop rock soundtrack doesn't do much to lend it an air of being a good movie Mm -hmm. but beyond all that uh I thought Patricia Arquette did a really good job but I had a big problem because I you know although I was raised Lutheran I converted before I got married and became Catholic still Catholic to this day my kids raised Catholic. I'm not a huge Catholic, but I understand enough about the church to go like, oh, I know what stigmata is. And I know, how, you know, the nature of it, meaning and the fact that, so stigmata is supposed to be only for the most devout Catholics, not for atheists. It's not supposed to be that way. Now, I have been told, we had a big debate with Lori about this. Uh, I, I always, I always heard that it was either someone extremely, extremely holy or somebody that uh, has very, um, I guess, weak belief in anything. Somebody very, like, an easy target. But, but that but could you're just... Being, you're that, being possessed... That could just be by possessed. The, yeah. By the Holy Spirit. Right. And so the way I, that I was taught... Which, Maybe I'm thinking of actual possession. Yeah, and that's and that's the other problem with this movie is that they treated it as though it was like the exorcist. Yeah. Like she was possessed by a devil, but when in fact it's the opposite, she should have been possessed by the Holy Spirit. So 
the scary part of the entire movie, like they, they, the artifice that the movie was sort of framed on didn't work because they made it seem like there was a devil inside her and I didn't, it just didn't make Whoa. any sense to me. Yeah. I have a question then, Bob. Sure. If you were to flip it around and say that if, if, if the Holy Spirit is truly not a good being and it flipped your Catholicism on its head or shit Christianity on its head, would it be brilliant? Would it Would it be brilliant if, if, if I accepted that that was... If, if you if you think that that's that's the message, it, holy cow, you, your our belief system puts us in a place where we believe that the stigmata would be for the holiest of the holy, mm-hmm. because God is benevolent and good, uh, and uh, but really, the stigmata is just the truest believer, regardless positive or negative. I mean, ultimately, I I was looking because it seems like it's the movies I would have seen, but. I mean, based on the way that you, the thing that you didn't like about it, I'm intrigued to see it because if the intent was to flip Christianity on its head, it might have actually hit the mark. You know, it might have, and I think that that was Lori's point, and it was a spirited discussion. She obviously liked the movie, just like Nick did, and she liked the fact that the girl who, Patricia Arquette, and I apologize, but this is the long Way, way too long for a movie review, but there was some good discussion here, and I was interested in what you guys thought. And mm-hmm. I know Todd was, you know, went to seminary and and knows a bit about you know biblical shenanigans. Um, but she liked the fact that Patricia Arquette was an atheist, and thought that that made the story way more interesting for her. But to me, it just yeah, that's, that's, yeah. It piqued my, it piqued my, again, and hopefully, again, I know that we're, we're abbreviated, but I think the discussion on this is awesome because I, I thought that I'd seen it. I don't know that I have now, but even that, the fact that they actually pivoted it, it made, it was so like, that doesn't make any sense. An atheist. <laughs> well, maybe at the end of the day, the atheist who truly believes, who, without it wavering, it's, there, how many false Christians are there? People who say they believe one way and don't do another. I think ultimately, uh, Truism and believing that, I think I'm interested to see it now because it feels like if they actually threaded that needle, and you're looking, and just because our belief systems are the way that they are, it could be a brilliant. Excuse me, I I I would be interested in hearing if you if you actually do watch it, and maybe Nick, you will assign it to him maybe. at some point down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested in hearing what you thought. Uh, my biggest problem with it, and this is the last thing I'll I'll close it out with this is. You know, it, it's a—it's not a documentary; it's a work of fiction, and I get that. Uh, and you know, if you're writing a movie script, you can come up with anything that you think is a good story, and you can make the rules whatever you want, I guess. But every single movie that you watch, whether it's a Adam Sandler film or whether it's a, you know, uh, The Incredibles, some sort of animated film, or it's The Godfather, they all have rules. They all state right off the get-go, like this is the kind of thing that you're going to be watching, and the kind of story that we're going to tell you here is based on even a even a thin framework of rules, and this movie is no exception. So, if the if if not many Catholics really understand or know what stigmata is, if you could say that a Catholic person can go, okay, I know two things about stigmata. I know that it is for you know devout Catholics, and I know that it's the five wounds of Christ, right? Those are the two things that every Catholic probably, at the very minimum, probably knows about stigmata. Wouldn't you say, Nick? I think so, yeah. Then those two things should be true. And to immediately go, oh, it's a movie about, we've literally called the movie Stigmata. It covers the topic of stigmata, but we're going to change what stigmata means. Now it's not necessarily, we're going to treat it like it's a demonic possession. Oh, and it doesn't have to be someone devout. It could be anybody. Oh, and the wounds, you know what I mean? So... uh, I just uh, I wanna, it, it, hold on, hold on, hold on, Todd. Let me just finish, and then I'll, I'll dish it off to you, and I'll be done. I just had a problem with the like you could have made a movie about anything. You could have made instead of using stigmata, you could have said weird things happen to girl who's a hairstylist in this particular situation that doesn't have anything to do with anything other than this book that somebody found in the desert, and you and then you could have done anything you wanted, but instead you decided to make the movie about 
specifically stigmata, and then you go, oh, I'm going to change the rules about stigmata. I'm like, that's where you lost me. So, sorry, Todd, go ahead. So, I, I, I think that's why this might be, it, this is either a dud or a brilliant movie, but I wanted to, I wanted to, you know me, I'm a gambler, and you're at a casino, so I wanted to make a bet. <laughs> okay. I will bet you one dollar for each of the next 20 people that you ask, who you know for a fact are Catholic, without leading them, I'm instructing to John agreement. Mm-hmm. Ask them what the stigmata is, and if they can tell you uh, within five minutes, I'll give you a dollar. You get up to twenty people. So your your contention is that Catholics, Catholic, by and large, uh, don't have don't know what it is. Exactly, and you'll owe me twenty bucks for the fact that nobody who you talk to. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get in on that action and take God's side. <laughs> so you're actually making my argument. You're making my point because that means that if those are the if that's your if that's your audience, then that they don't know what stigmata is. Then you should probably be faithful to what it should be, so that when they look it up, they don't go, "Huh, that's not at all what I saw in this movie called Stigmata." You know. <laughs> anyway. I love it. Oh, this, this one is the best one yet for me. <laughs> anyway, so I so I'm gonna say uh, D plus. There was actually it says here there was actually a baby born uh, in the Philippines six years ago mm-hmm. with uh, signs of stigmata. Oh my goodness! And to this day, they can't figure out where the source came from. And that's fascinating to me. And that's where I thought and the movie look, was going when look, I started look, it. Look. Then, yeah, no, I'm, no I'm with you. That's. That's why I didn't necessarily care for because that's exactly where I thought it was going to, and it did not go that direction. Okay, so I all right, so I don't feel so bad because I, I couldn't remember your review, Corey, and I didn't want that to taint my review. So, uh, no, no, that's that's right on. I, I'm right on par with you. There. Also, thanks for every word for not catching that I just said taint. So, um, all right, so new assignments for next week. Um, I have uh, Todd. Corey has Nick. Todd has Corey and Nick has me. Okay. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, so I have Todd, 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 Todd Dillon. Word. Todd Dillon. Um, I got a couple interesting ones here. for So you're going to have to tell me, have you seen, um, have you seen The Great Escape with Steve McQueen? No. You ever have? Nope. That's what you got, buddy. It's a big old ass movie. Uh, it's not new, but you know. <laughs> I like Steve McQueen. He's like a thousand. Well, he's not. He's no longer alive. Uh, let's be. Yeah. Let's. I, spoiler a, alert. Because he died nine hundred and fifty-seven. <laughs> Steve McQueen was one of the coolest motherfuckers in the sixties. Uh, so I, I can give you a couple more Steve McQueen movies if you want, but I've. I, no. I'm just saying I haven't seen that, but that's likely why. Plus, you're gonna get you're gonna get Charles Bronson in this one. You're gonna get oh, you're gonna get uh, James Garner. You're gonna get a whole host of like cool '60s uh, screen icons. Yeah, so, I'm hoping it stands up. I'm, I, I'm in. I can't wait to find out if it does. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Todd, you yes, you sir. have Corey. Corey, I'm gonna actually. This is something I recently I hooked up. So I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take a flyer here. Are you watching Titans? Um, no, I've not seen. I've not seen Titans or started watching. All right, Titans. This 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 is a stretch because this is a, totally the opposite of what what you watch. But uh, so I'm I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying my I'm trying, <laughs> I'm, I'm at, purposely doing hard things. All right, and that's that. Um, Netflix. It is no, it's on uh, HBO. I think HBO Max. Okay. Okay. Right. And it's a show, right? It's not a movie, Todd. It's a series. Yep. Okay. All right, Corey. He, he, sorry. He counts. Todd, uh, Todd, Todd uh, who sorry, I, I, I caught you. I, I cut you off. Go ahead, say it again. No, I said DC counts. So the bat, the Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Did you know that until he just said it, Corey? Because no, I know clue. Now, now I feel like superhero um, series. Uh, that's, that's why I said it was a stretch. Yeah, it is. I figured you've seen it. 
I'm a Marvel guy. I mean, I, it, yeah. I, I don't hate all. I, I like the, when we went and saw the Watchmen. I, I've watched that several times over. Uh, so not not all superhero stuff do I dislike. It's it's a, a, I, it's, for me, again, for me, there's, it's, it's, I will never. I don't. I, I am doubtful I'll ever pick a documentary you have to see. So. <laughs> yeah, you can try. <laughs> All right, Corey, you had Nick. Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick. What to not pick from? Um, Nick, I'm going to give you uh, Snowden. Okay. S-N-O-W-D-E-N, uh, Edward Snowden. I got it. Uh, I mean, I know who he is. I don't. I don't think I saw that documentary on it. All right. Uh, you Nick. did see that. You did see that. No, I don't think you so. Said you don't think... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything so far. I can't. I can't find anything. What's um for me? Yeah, where is um? I mean, if it's on my list, you've probably seen it. On my the list of all the stuff you've been had, assigned. yeah, that you've been assigned or that you've had to watch. Been assigned. Um, you want me to pick something from that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, see if there's something on there that you haven't seen. Because uh, I can't pull it up on my phone right now. Anyhow, it's my new phone. Uh, yeah, no, I got it. Dancing Jingle Jangle. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I, good thing I'm picking this. Um, <laughs> jingle Jangle. What was the lodge? Do, mm. do you remember? Uh, Corey, is that something you assigned to him? Do you remember? The lodge? No, that was something that Nick assigned everyone. No, I didn't. No, he, someone assigned this to it's him. probably Greg. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was probably, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, I remember I, I, that was one I had to watch as well. You know what? I'm going to, if you're really leaving this up yeah, to Yeah, the me, Lodge is good. No, no, I'm going to pick uh, Lupin. If, okay, if you don't fine. care. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I haven't, It's it's been on my Netflix list and I haven't watched it. Sure. All right, Bob, you're assigned Lupin. Oh, thanks, Nick. I can't wait. All right, um, time we got. I think we're in another fifteen minutes or so. Uh, who knows? <laughs> it doesn't it's all the the, the rule book, the rule book doesn't apply. It's all been thrown out the window. Yeah, if this is one of those things where you say we're doing an abbreviated cast and you guys both keep stretching it out, stretching it out, stretching it out until we're like at an hour and forty five minutes, then I'm just gonna get up and no, go. We're downstairs. not even we're not even at the hour, so yeah. Oh wonderful. You got, you got, you got a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> at least you're excited. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh gentlemen, I think that we're done and we're all taken care of for that. Um let's do let's let's close it out. We'll do a little lightning round. I'm not going to ask you for an existential question because I know you don't have it. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. All right, lightning round for uh, for today. Um, again, so lightning round is essentially just some some quick questions that generally are yes or no, but uh, luckily for Nick, they always tend to f- foster a lot of additional discussion. Yeah, <laughs> and so this is gonna this might take up the next 15 minutes, but let's start with that. So. Um, uh, Nick. Yeah. Paper or plastic? Uh, plastic. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, paper or plastic? Uh, fuck. That's not one of the options. You said paper or plastic? Paper or plastic is what I said. I did. I said plastic. Oh, you did. Okay. All I heard was fuck three times. That's all I heard, too. <laughs> and a lot of chickens in the background. Yeah. I said, I said, so to be clear, I said fuck, 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 plastic. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Can we expect that? Are we, can we expect to hear that on every answer you give tonight? Maybe. Okay. Perhaps. Corey? Paper. Think about the environment. Jesus, guys. I was waiting for someone to it's say that. I prefer not what's that. Give me a break. You know how many, uh, you know how many times Corey goes to the gas station and has hundreds of gas station bags in his car? There's no paper. Not a single one, sir. Yeah. Every time I see you walk, I always the gas tell station. him I'm good. I do not need a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I have a backpack with a pocket meant just for what I'm buying from you. All right. The next time I see you walk in my house with a plastic bag, I'm going to kick you right in the <laughs> shin. <laughs> right in the nuts. We'll do shin next first. <laughs> I'm going to kick you right in the testicle. Yep. Right in the baby maker. All right. Uh, Corey, he seems like a <laughs> you seem like the best person to start with this one. How many kids would you like to have? None. Fuck <laughs> kids. <laughs> and that's your dad, guys. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you can tell, Danielle's clearly already gone to bed. Yeah, and she'll never hear this. It's only on the internet forever. Well, I guess in reality, maybe two. <laughs> dad? Sorry. What is this that I found? From- you already said, uh, fuck kids. Yeah. Right, that's that's fine. I'll go with my original answer. Fuck kids. That's yeah. a great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you'll revert between both those answers over the next eighteen years of your child's life. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, is it true you used to be on a show called the Schnoz Cast? <laughs> uh, Todd, I'll ask you the same question, but I, I, you feel free to exchange the word kids for either dogs or chickens. No, no, no. How, what was the question again? How many How many kids would you like to have? One. Really? Yeah. Who's gonna take care of? Me? Who's gonna take care of you? You? Um, those yeah. chickens. Is the kid's name gonna be Terry. <laughs> Someone's gonna take care of the chickens, Dad. I know. It's not you. You I, don't matter. I, work too. <laughs> I gotta do that work too. <laughs> what, what about Nick Bader? None. Zero. Yeah, unless I find uh, some girl that makes me change my mind at this point, none. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yep. Uh, I'm going to stick with two, which is the exact number I have and no more. Mm, what an easy answer on yeah, that one. Yeah, but I didn't steal your answer, did I? But you could have said, I want to know, know what your actual answer is and not your PC <laughs> answer. <laughs> What's that, Todd? Your answer should be three, Bob. Why, why should my answer be three? Three, three, Bob. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. I know he has to say two. He may have originally wanted one, but he has to say two at this point. No. But I think, no, his, I think his real answer is three. Because yeah. he's got a little penny back in Livonia that he's going to help raise. <laughs> that he's going to help raise. At this point. Hold, hold on now. Little copper toppy. If you, if you asked her, she would absolutely say, like, I don't need anybody to No, help, she's a strong, confident me. woman. She exactly. Doesn't, she doesn't need anyone. Exactly. But you're going to. <laughs> get that next uh question. next question get okay. that shake money ready buddy shake money right <laughs> um uh, uh well, for the group i guess are are rats cute i'll go first since i never go yeah. first no they're vermin vermin uh was it cory that said yes oh that most definitely dude Kelly had rats, so of course he's gonna say yes. I know, I know. Todd would say yes. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, my answer is a little bit different than the both of those for a day. For oh, they're cute for a day. That's it. Yeah. Corey, yeah, yeah. Corey's one of Corey's one of the, few, Corey's one, of the f- one of the few friends I know that hates cats and loves rats. <laughs> no, fuck cats. It's like kids. But isn't that an either or? Set of choices, cats and rats. Well, if I get a cat, we know what's happening with Corey's rat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a cat over a rat because a rat is farther than a cat. Yeah. And if you get a cat, I'm never fucking coming over again. <laughs> I would never be there. Next question. Todd, Todd are you politically correct? Yeah. Corey? All the time. You know you're on camera, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm very aware. I don't give a shit. No, I'm talking to oh. yawning through the entire hour-long show. We sat for an hour <laughs> and a half. <laughs> we did. After getting a bunch of food and three beers. Yep. You, you know what you feel like when you have, like, two beers with lunch and you just want to come home and fall asleep? You feel full of energy. No. You either have to keep that ball rolling um, or... Or you have to go to bed. There's no sitting down after three beers and food, <laughs> not drinking any more beers, 
and sitting for an hour and a half. That uh, you can't do it. Okay. Yeah. So. So are you politically correct? Am I politically correct? I would say probably not. No. No. It doesn't depend on the circumstances. Of course it does, but you're saying yes or no, and I probably no more than yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have you just met me? <laughs> No, but I, politically correct doesn't mean like you're racist. It just means not at all. Yeah, that you're not. You, you know, you're not kissing everyone's ass on yeah. the, on the things that you're gonna say. If you're politically correct, I think Actually, you're. I, 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 I would I would disagree with that that uh, definition for it. In my, at least for me, in my mind, politically correct is actually being aware of the customs of of mul- of, of, of multiple customs and per- perspectives. And leveraging as much of your knowledge as you can to do the right thing around around that. For instance, there's this whole, like, politically correctly, you, should, you shouldn't say, hey, Merry Christmas. If I meet an Indian person, I might ask if they celebrate Christmas before I wish them Merry Christmas. Uh, and so, again, I think that's being knowledgeable about the thing. It, it doesn't make it wrong or right. It's like, hey, I'm actually knowledgeable that Christianity is not the number one religion in India. And so maybe me presupposing that you're a Christian. I'm going to ask what you celebrate before I wish you a Merry Christmas. I might wish you another religious festival that I'm educated on. So I, I, I said my answer was yes, I am politically correct because whomever I meet, to be respectful, I do my best to, to draw on any research I've done or any lessons I've learned to do the right thing. It's like handing, not putting people's business cards uh, uh, in, your, in your pants pocket when you, right after you meet them is very, very offensive and ace for many reasons. But it's like, is it so hard just to use the same very respectable treat people's cards like they're gold and it makes people feel good even if they don't have that custom. So I mean aren't you doing some, aren't you doing someone a disservice by um saying that you're slightly stereotyping them by the color of their skin and assuming that an Indian person doesn't celebrate Christmas? No, I would. I I would ask before I would before I would offer the gesture. So you'd be, walk, you you'd be walking down the street at Christmas time, and they say, "Oh, hello, how are you?" And they just paid for your, you paid for your stuff, and you'd be like, "Hey, Happy hang on one second, cashier. Do you happen to celebrate Christmas? Yes, Merry Christmas." And then you would say it. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I would say Happy Holidays because again. At the end of the day, that person could be Jewish, and Jewish people, and they, actually people who don't celebrate Christmas buy Christmas presents for Christmas because they don't want their kids to feel like assholes like everyone else. So typically, I say Happy Holidays. If, if and again, I have my people who know me know me, and I know I know whether they're Christian or not. If they're if you're a Christian, I'll, I'll, I, I either have gleaned it, and maybe now I'm gonna get it wrong, but I I typically I do the research to try and. Do the appropriate thing because if I celebrated, if you celebrated Hanukkah during that season, I think it's much more respectful to actually get that down, where you can't necessarily tell who's Jewish or who's not. Well, I'll tell you this: um, if if you told me Happy Hanukkah, I would say thank you. I would. It would never offend oh. me. <laughs> it's not about offense. It's like if I told if if I said Happy Hanukkah to you, I feel like, and I didn't know you to be Jewish. I'd be presupposing, and that would make me, again, I, I think it's the political correctness isn't necessarily a, a it doesn't make you racist or, or, or not. I try to be very educated. I, I've had the, the privilege of traveling around the world. It actually, it makes me feel good when people get it right. I think uh, there's, there's a whole, this is an abbreviated podcast, but it's funny. I, I, one of the things I focus on in my professional life is how often someone's name gets mispronounced. And people let their name get mispronounced or shortened by others uh, all the time. And it's just a way of going along to get along. But I'm like, if, if everybody in your family calls you Jonathan and, you, and some dude calls you Johnny, it's like a dick move. And, and that person, it's not the onus is on them to explain to you why they're not Johnny. <laughs> so, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think political correctness is actually, it's going the extra mile to make people feel included and welcome and good. Okay. Even if it's not the same. <laughs> I was going to say, Todd, I think you're hired. You got the job. Hell of an interview. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I, do, I do the, 
And, that, and quite honestly, that's like one of the funniest things ever to, to, to divert, to keep going a little bit further. At my wedding, uh, my my high school my high school football coach, who I love dearly, but who hadn't been uh, around many many different cultures, he was just enthralled with uh, the fact that he, at, at the table at, at my wedding, he was with uh, my, one of my old bosses, who's a Hindu, and so he had no like his Christianity had no he had long forgotten like the difference between his Lutheranism and Hinduism, and he asked all manner of unco- manner of uncomfortable questions because he was just trying to get to a common ground. And I think I, to this day it still cracks me up. So you're an Indian, I, but not from America. I I will tell you this: I'm not gonna, and I'll leave it at that. My definition would be that I'm not gonna go around asking everyone what religion they are and what pronouns they prefer. But if someone happens to correct me, I'll do my best to remember it. Somebody says, I don't really like to be called a he. I want to be called they there. Okay. And I will do my best. But I'm not going to say, oh, excuse me, new person. What is What pronoun do you go by? What What should I? And then have to remember every, you know. But if it's something that's important to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, actually, I don't even celebrate Christmas. Like, oh, okay. Make a mental note. And then, you know, that that's more or less the, the lines that I'd be on. The, the other, the interesting bit of that is actually exactly what you said. Reverse it and then play it back to yourself. If you, if, if someone called you she, knowing that you preferred he, yeah, it's about it's about what you know. If someone called me a she, um, for whatever reason, uh, it somehow looked like a she, like it was acceptable, not like someone's trying to be insulting. I mean, you have to take into consideration well, like man, intent. I mean, it's their business to just do their best. Like the re- replay that thing and hear it to yourself. And like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to get on any any chance. I'm just saying we can be better to each other if we actually seek to understand where we came from and actually just took the extra step. It doesn't hurt to 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 to, to do your darndest to do your darndest to be good to one another. Don't think. But teach his own. I'm just saying. If you replayed that to yourself and someone and, and reversed it, you'd be mad. And many people just take that shit and move on. And, and again, like I said, I, I've experienced that myself. Yeah, if, if someone like at a restaurant was like, oh, excuse me, ma'am, did you want anything else? I probably would hysterically yep. start laughing. <laughs> but, uh, if, if we stopped right now, Bob and I could name two roid heads that we played football with in college who might do that to you just because. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, what do you do about it? You could say, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm nut up and do something about it. But we know a couple of Lloyd heads who called people "ma'am" and other names and did shit that was totally out of line because they could. So, who's saying? Yeah, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yes, Corey, did did, did, did you? Did That's I, the right. Corey, did, did we get to you in this question yet? I can't. Uh, it's yeah, been, it's hey, been, you guys. Uh... Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, that that just went way. Uh way further than I think any of us would have expected. <laughs> not, 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 not in a bad way by any means. I'm just saying. But yeah, no, I already answered. Okay, and, uh, uh, it, I don't think I'm going to continue. I, I, I don't need to add anything to mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Last question. Last question, fellas, for the night. Hope you can answer it in 24 seconds because our 15 minutes is up. Yeah? All in right. 24 seconds. Uh, Todd, what's your favorite car? That I own or that I can... The car I'd like to have. What's your favorite car? Lamborghini. All of them. Corey? Uh, Ford GT50. Nick? F-150. F-150? Yep. I'm going to say the 1970 Dodge Challenger. All right. Good night, everybody. Do we make it? I canceled it. (laughs) You're a little late, but yeah. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, you can catch us here this time next week, maybe even with video. So on behalf of the Shots Guys, this is Bob and Corey and Nick and Todd saying take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>